1: Welcome back, everybody. Episode 142 of Besiktas International's The Black Eagles Podcast. I am your host, Sinan Schwarting, live from New York City, back with you on Christmas itself, our famed Christmas episode. Um, With me again is my co-host, your favorite, the Akman himself, Evron. How you doing, sir?
0: Well, apparently I'm the favorite now, so. Oh,
1: oh there we go. <laughs> I said it again. Um, how you doing, man? Happy or happy? Merry Christmas! Happy Christmas. What are we like? New Zealanders or something? Um, hey, <laughs> you have a good day. Do you celebrate Christmas?
0: Uh, no, it's my first year celebrating it, so. Ooh, with the lady friends? Yeah, with the lady friends, so.
1: There it is. There it is. Yeah. How how was it? cultural experience yeah um,
0: I guess people get a lot of gifts I didn't, sure. I didn't realize that as a kid you know <laughs> you had no <laughs> idea what you were missing yeah. oh
1: man yeah I got some loot today yeah I mean we're I, I'm half half a Turk if you will so um, the American side of my family always went in pretty hard on Christmas uh, we would always go down to see my family in Florida uh, but so like my grandparents, I mean, um, but so yeah, th- this is, a uh, kind of a fun season, now that I have a kid, like, it, it had died for me, you know, in, in my college years, when you stopped yeah. partaking <laughs> in that stuff, but, which is funny, it's like the opposite for you, but, um, yeah, we're back, we're back, baby, because now that I have a kid, you know, she's, uh, she's hyped, very hyped, uh, but I'm, I'm happy, I got a new headset, so I can't complain, <laughs> I got some dope gear, uh, so did you did you get a haul at all? Like did did, nah, did just, I wouldn't think so.
0: Yeah, I got like some shirts and uh, some like party game, but it's a lot more than I usually. I I think I've gotten like a book in the past or something. Like I get like one small thing, but you know, this was got a stocking and stuff. It was crazy.
1: There you go. Yeah, you got some like candy canes probably. Yeah, <laughs> look at you. Um, yeah. Now we had it. We had a good one this year. Um it's funny like because we had coronavirus we were basically um we could kind of like see my mom for the first time in a while although it was like super we had we were still extra careful obviously you know because you don't know what you're doing bringing around with you and stuff so it was weird like sitting at the opposite end of a table for my mom but it was good to see her Uh, anyway merry christmas to all of our listeners out there who do celebrate and for those of you don't um you know i don't know what Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, at least Happy New Year's. I know we're all down with that, um, but so yeah, uh, let's talk some Besiktas. So, a nice little present this year for 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 those of us who are Besiktas fans or fans of Turkish football in general, I suppose, is that we we got some football during the holiday season. No no winter break this year. The season is short and and they're stuffing as much in as they can with all the extra teams and everything. So. Um, no break which means we got to see Besiktas. you know for those of us on vacation now for example right we got to wake up l- sort of lazily watch a game not have to worry about it it was on a weekday who cares you know not bad not bad um and we're gonna get another game this is this coming weekend but we'll talk about that later but so yeah but ankara guju um let's first i guess we don't do this a lot but let's talk about where we were going into this match and especially where Ankara Guju were, because I think a lot of people would think, ah, whatever. Ankara Guju, you know, they're not, they ain't, they ain't nothing. But, um, in fact, they were coming off of three wins in a row, uh, really starting to come two together. Three wins
0: in a row. They tied the game before this, but, uh, yeah, basically perhaps. they got seven of their nine points in the last three weeks. So they, they yeah, were feeling I mean, themselves.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and I, I, you know, I, I'm not going to lie. I don't, I don't watch Ankara Guju games, you know, but, um, you know, I, I, I'd noticed a number of analysts talking about how they were really coming together as a team. And, and I think we can say, without spoiling anything, that they did hold together as a unit. They, they definitely don't look like a bottom dweller. Um, so, yeah, despite where they look, you know, table-wise, this team was definitely more dangerous than, than that would have suggested, I think, eh?
0: Yeah, I think they've, uh, I don't know what they did. I guess, you know, they've been switching coaches around, you know, how. Ankara team's work um, yeah, and I guess always. they found the winning formula This, you know they beat Konya and Hatai which are not terrible teams after you know losing almost every single game before that um, including in the cup they lost <laughs> to a, a two league team in the cup so they were they kind of were uh, sucking hard <laughs> yeah they sure <laughs> and were and uh, yeah now I mean they've, they've always managed to loan in like random good players and I think that's kind of what they did again like, half the team you probably saw today was on loan.
1: I so. honestly feel like they almost every season do this where they really are terrible for long stretches, and then they'll make, like, 20 weird transfers in, 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 you know, in, in every window, and it'll maybe yeah. come together for some stretch that enables them to avoid relegation. You know, every, But every year, like, I, I would imagine it would be very hard to be a... Well, it didn't work last
0: year, but then, uh, then, then the Federation was like, Nah...
1: <laughs> So they really That's right. They, kind of, they finally got their relegation papers and, and then got bailed out. Um, yeah, but I would imagine it would be very difficult to be a fan of Ankara Guju. Um, you know, just erratic ownership and leadership management, um, lots of odd decision making. <laughs> you know, I've never really understood what they're up to over there in Ankara. Um, but yeah this match nonetheless was pretty heated pretty intense um let's talk about lineups i guess sorry what, what was the lineup looking like everyone um so it wasn't
0: i guess the exact lineup there was a couple changes in it um so ederson was back in goal vita and wellington the center back pairing returned but ridvon was dropped to the bench for this game and then Sokolo was the the starting left back and rosier also returned from his suspension uh, midfield trio stayed the same with Atiba, Mensah, Joseph, but Onkuru lost his spot to Mr. Kyle Laren. Yeah. And then we had Gezal and Abubakar. So two yeah. changes um, that we maybe didn't quite expect, but
1: none of which I I didn't. I mean, I think we're we're both Arison guys. Is that is that accurate to say? Are you an Arison guy? Yeah. I mean, Utku is still out, so. It was, um, of, uh, but even regardless, right? Like, I think you probably would have wanted to see him. I, I certainly yeah. would have. Um, and Sakala, I don't mind either. You know, Ridvan, I- I've been really impressed with, obviously. But uh, he's young, I think, spelling him with, with the more experienced guy. Who's not a bad player either, who needs minutes here and there, at the very least. Um, yeah, I don't mind Sakala
0: it. hasn't played quite much recently, yeah. so I guess they were rotating.
1: Yeah, it makes sense to me. Laren, obviously, is the question mark. Um, but again, you know... Despite his performances, uh, you know, the results are there. And I, and I think you could probably make the argument that as far as an individual goes, he's probably the one who's done the most to salvage something from that early season period where we didn't have a striker or a right-back and all these issues coming together. Um, his ma- his ability to put all of those goals together back and back-to-back-to-back-to-back to back to back to back perf- matches, Probably saved our skins, <laughs> um, and even if he was bad for uh, 83 of 90 minutes in all of those matches, uh, those were really vital contributions. So I'm not gonna kill Saragan over this. Although again, like nobody's gonna tell me that Inclutor is not the better player <laughs> between the two with, uh, on the wing, anyway. Um, but so yeah, I, I'm, I didn't really hate any of these moves, um, even if. There may have been a question mark or two. How did you feel about? Are you are you in agreement
0: there? Yeah, I mean, I think what bothered me the most was hostage wasn't even on the bench. Um, other than that, the eleven was pretty standard. I don't think. I mean, maybe Unkuru for Laren I would have done, um, but then you know you don't get that impact sub. I think if you do it the opposite, Laren's kind of a pretty poor impact sub. Well, unkuru is a good impact sub, so I think it makes sense. Um, especially if you're looking to rotate bottom of the table team.
1: Yeah, and I and I, I think we can sort of segue this into the match itself by saying that Laren has now for a few, for a f- yeah, most of his performances this season, not just recently. Um, he comes out with a head of steam, you know, and and in a positive sense, you know, even when the rest of the guys aren't clicking and things aren't looking that good, it's good to have a bit of an engine somewhere, someone showing that that effort, and. Um, it, he, yeah he came yeah, out with energy performance <laughs> it sure was uh, and it, it it took a nosedive I mean I guess we could just go there huh like cuz yeah. is the first I mean one 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 thing I wanted to mention about um, Ankara Guju is I, I didn't notice this until just looking now but their backup keeper is Korjan Angelica do, do you remember his story no wasn't he the guy who got wrapped up in the whole match-fixing thing? I mean, maybe. <laughs> like, I, I think he went to jail. <laughs> I think he went to jail. I feel. I, maybe I'm mixing him up. I hope. I hope I'm not, and I'm not making a fool of myself. But um, I think that's the dude who went to jail with like, Taifur Havuchu and you know, like during the whole uh, scandal. Now uh, he was the Sivas keeper, I think.
0: He did play for Sivas, so it's possible um he was on loan from us but yeah i'm not sure about that
1: i don't know i'm not sure either um maybe i'm getting that wrong i don't know maybe i'm like just the <laughs> yeah i guess that was long ago and i mean it's crazy how long ago that was yeah no he played for sivas for, uh, and he played for angora before then which means he's definitely a shady character now i'm kidding um but yeah uh anyway just a funny side note um to, to mention not, not that anybody wants to remember that on Christmas no less <laughs> that terrible era poor Typhoon um, but so yeah as we were saying in, into the match um, not a lot of action in the first half um, pretty ugly football all around but as we said or as I said um, Kyle Laren came up head of steam looked pretty impactful initially and then scored a goal didn't he? Uh, <laughs> and yeah. I'm not. I'm still not convinced it, it shouldn't have stood. But maybe you're gonna make the argument that they were right. Everyone, is that gonna happen? I mean, I I was pretty
0: mad when they ruled it out. I heard they was said there was a, like if they did go to VAR, there would have been a, a handball in the buildup. I didn't see that handball when I was watching. Um, so I can't comment on it. But I think the actual foul call itself was extremely soft. And to make matters worse, it was clearly simulation because the guy grabbed his face like randomly like I mean there was slight (coughs) contact on his shoulder um
1: so I'm guessing if you want to be you know super harsh you
0: say it's a foul but the guy really grabbed
1: his face what's worse Uh, the worst thing about this quote-unquote foul to me is that there are a number of angles that show that he wasn't even using the arm that they are claiming yeah I mean he's
0: so much bigger than I think it was Kitsu who was the right back it was like like 5'9 or something it wasn't like he like propelled himself off his back was at like he just, all he,
1: he grazed just raised his back up.
0: yeah he, he jumped literally up and grazed
1: it it his was
0: gross, arm was there disgusting. and then he just grabbed his face like he got shot in the head or something
1: if we uh, yeah I, that was, I was about to make a spoiler now, um I was I mean I, I think I tweeted this corrupt like with expletives you know like I was I was really furious Um it was absolutely a goal um, in my mind, uh, and I think even the handball and the buildup that people say would have negated—I've argued—you've I've, you've seen the argument that I've had with others online. Um, yeah. I don't think you can make the argument that he was the attacking player because the ball was being cleared and it, it hits him incidentally in a, in a sort of uh, natural way, right? And he had no idea it was coming. Um, and I don't think he qualifies as the attacker in that in, in that scenario. But anyway, like with yeah, without getting too. Targets, f- it was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it didn't even get to there. So that's not yeah. like that's not a legit argument either. Um, it was a goal. It was a dang goal. And if it was a goal, I think we'd look at Kyle Land's performance as like he put a lot of heart into it. He got a, a, a re- rather nice goal. Really, like perfectly placed yeah, header. Yeah, very good header. Um, and then you know had his head like broken. <laughs> um, <laughs> And then, like, the only other major mistake he made was on a header. <laughs> and, and, like, you saw, yeah, like, was, like he, blood was gushing. He didn't gushing. Head that ball. <laughs> no, no, and he should not have, obviously. Like, the, the moment he did it, like, blood starts gushing down his face. Like, the man, you know, that's another thing. If he scores that goal, has that performance, and it goes downhill from there, and then we see the blood gushing and all that, it kind of starts to mark itself as, like, a kind of epic, legendary, you know, heart and soul type of thing. And instead, it just looks like a kind of poor performance overall. Um, I mean, I had a couple
0: good moments. Um, you know, like where he was like flicking the ball over players' heads, which is not typical Laren style. Um, his numbers aren't that bad either, just to back it up. I mean, I think he entered like 20 duels, which is a lot. I mean, he lost 11 of those. But, you know, Gezal entered eight. So Laren was just kind of like throwing himself in there, trying to dribble guys, trying everything.
1: And who knows how many of those were ability. and who knows how was, many you know, of those he lost he could have lost a lot of um duels yeah after his brain was yeah. <laughs> oozing out of his forehead you know <laughs>
0: um i thought he was okay um, i thought he tried his best and then he scored a good goal and then it was ruled out so that's basically you know his whole thing um yeah get on the end of one cross and score. and he did that and then the referee just kind of was like nah screw you so i i thought he was okay i, I think it was a typical layer performance and he tried yeah. really hard yeah, you got a goal but it just wasn't to, to be, be so yeah
1: uh, and not not just the ref but the VAR booth too just a bunch of incompetent pieces of garbage honestly <laughs> I'm still so mad now that I think about it cause dang it like what a goal that would have been it was just a great header um and it like uh, had a funny bounce to it it hit exactly the part of the goal that uh, nobody could get to I mean it was um, almost like right off the upper post even but whatever uh don't want to dwell on it Alright, uh, we go into the it's half with nil-nil.
0: During the first half, Ankara had a few chances. They did um, from our just silliness. <laughs> like in the second minute, I think Gazzal like played um, Emre all through on goal, um, and he just kind of blew it. And then there was another mistake, and I think it the was the Georgian
1: uh, guy. What's it like? I can't even. I'm not gonna try to
0: pronounce it. Whatever, whatever. Yeah, he was through on goal one-on-one try to do <laughs> that Erson.
1: was comical he just like dribbled out of bounds. <laughs> yeah, Erson I mean, credit like, to ericen for cu- cutting his out. angle yeah
0: he cut the angle he, you know he came out like kind of like cautiously so he can come <laughs> out flying like a maniac um kind of was like you know do your, make the decision the striker that's kind of what he forced him to make a decision and he tried to dribble but there was not enough space
1: <laughs> i mean i feel like there probably was enough space but the man just like dribbled like four steps to the right and just out of bounds it was hilarious Perfect for us. Um, yeah, they they deserved more than they got. I, I think we can say, especially early on. Um, Guralto is in his defense, didn't he come out right after that horrible miss shot? Um, yeah, well, there was
0: he had three good opportunities. The first one that I to describe when guys all gave it to him. The other one, he like dribbled like dribbled to the box and just had time to dribble another player, or curl it with his right foot, and just shanked it over the board with his left. Then the third one, he hurt himself while he was. Trying to dribble at the defense. So Yeah. Shout out to him for helping
1: us. <laughs> Indeed. Well, and what's also interesting, and I'll make a side note here that um it the guy who came in for him was Shaverdichetin, a man who we were connected to in the offseason. And credit to him, and He made a number of dribbles that I thought were really solid. Seemed to play a pretty decent game. Like his final product down the pass, on his passes weren't there often, but he also plays for a Pretty terrible team, <laughs> and then like he wasn't getting much. Like I noticed that a number of guys weren't coming to passes, which is like a like bush league level <laughs> mistake. Um, yeah,
0: they have an interesting
1: side, just
0: you know, jigsaw together. I mean, basically like from last year, they have two players and the rest of the, or maybe three players and the rest of the team it was different. Emre Gurov like was bouncing around the fourth division in Germany last year. I don't know, you know, they just got a bunch of dudes thrown together so they play like a bunch of dudes thrown together also
1: yeah and it, i can i can see how it would be hard for them to win a ton of games just as far as their inability to, to finish right that was that was on display um especially yeah. in that first half uh, at the halftime uh, Kitsy would come out of the match for uh erdi dickman which is a funny name to me i don't know i don't know why sort of childish <laughs> but um that was the only sub made, and no subs on our part. Did you think that we should have made any subs? Like, I mean, nothing happened in that first half, and we were certainly lacking in a number of regards, eh?
0: I Can't remember what I thought. I mean, I, I mean, it was kind of just like, I thought Gazal was bad in that first half, but he's shown a history of turning it around. And uh, spoiler, he did kind of turn it around. So I think just waiting that extra 15 minutes just to see what's going on is a good decision usually. Unless you yeah. know you need, you need to crazily change something, so.
1: My only real issue was that he didn't take Laren out at the half because Homie's, you yeah, know, at that point was, his yeah, brain true. was pouring out of his <laughs> skull. You know what I mean? Like, I think he deserved a break, um, and he he was like out of it from then on as well. Yeah. Which, again, I fully understand. He yeah, um, 80 minutes, though. <laughs> I know somehow, yeah, that was weird. But again, plays him regardless. Man loves him some. He loves him some Laren. Um, uh, but yeah, that was where things would turn. 61st minute, Evron, what happened? Speaking of Gazal,
0: Yeah, Gazal was pretty quiet in the first half, almost gave away a goal. But the second half is we were getting some set pieces and in set pieces were looking dangerous. And then finally in the 61st minute, you know, an in swinging ball. And Domagoj Vida got on the end of it, headed into the corner. Another goal for the, uh the Croatian international
1: Croatian sensation <laughs> um yeah i mean he's been he's been class these last two weeks good to see we obviously needed some 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 inspiration from somewhere especially in a game like this i mean last week too right until that first goal things were looking very much like this yep. game um and just that moment of brilliance is what we needed and, and again yeah i said at the half that Gazal was playing terribly but I wouldn't take him out just because, like, take him out for who, right? <laughs> like, we don't really have options that inspire a ton of, like... Yeah,
0: if we had, like, a Hasich or a Tore on the bench, maybe, but we didn't have either of those. Exactly. Um, and then, I guess, Onkuru is better on the left anyway,
1: so... Exactly. Or we didn't even have a Tyler Boyd, you know, because... Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we could probably mention that so that talking point. We'll do that later. Um... A bunch of subs, and Kudu came in for Gazal, which, again, Laren's needed a break. <laughs> He's got, some, like, the Frankenstein wrap uh, around his head there, but whatever. Um, Bolingi would come into the match for Ankara Gudru, uh, for this Borvin fella. Um, Chekiji would come out of the match for Pantsil. So they've, they've, uh, they've made some moves. Dorakan would come in for Mensah in the 73rd. Do you say would come in for Voja on the 78th, Yalchin for Kyle Laren finally in the 83rd as well as Rodi Van coming in for Fabrice Encycler. Uh, I approved of the move. Sakala um, has some sort of fitness issue as far as you know he's, he seems to always fatigue towards the end of matches. Uh, and the last He does run a lot, I will say. Um he really does. He's very active. Um, yeah.
0: Whether or not he's playing well is up for debate, but I don't think his effort is up for
1: debate. The the last note for um, things that like officially happened in the match is that Chavertič, the guy who I sort of complimented, got a yellow card in the eighty fifth minute. But anyway, um, yeah, back to Nsakala. I I he got some criticism, uh, and I didn't I didn't understand it. I thought he looked pretty solid yesterday. Um, I didn't really have any issues with our defense. I thought that their chances came often from. Crappy giveaways on the counter. Uh, and yeah, even mean, <laughs> even Wellington, I thought, was pretty solid, honestly.
0: Yeah, Wellington is always, like, a player that shows up pretty good. On, not always, but most of the time he shows up pretty good on the stat sheet. But then he just has those moments where you're just like, oh, my gosh, what is he doing? But overall, yeah. I think he uh, he, would, he did, like, a good job of being disruptive in most times when we were caught out. He just kind of shoved the guy over, fouled him.
1: Like professional like fouls thing. too. He didn't even get cards, you <laughs> yeah. know, which is credited to him. Somehow,
0: yeah. Um, I, you know, it was. It was like the, there wasn't a lot of chances given up, but I just I think you know, and on another day it could have been, could have been bad, but um, it wasn't one of those days, though.
1: So. Yeah, and I mean we've said this a number of times, and I think that's actually a good thing. But in any sort of successful season you have matches like this where, you know, you need to get those three points somehow, you know, and even if you don't necessarily deserve them, you know, I think, we played like, trying not to, to use my bleeps, you know, I'm really hold it restraining myself here, but, um, you know, we really played terribly, I, I thought, for much of the game, and not in a way that merited them necessarily winning, obviously, like, they were even worse, probably, but, um, you know, if we deserve to drop points in any of our matches we probably deserved it more yesterday than in in, in matches where we have dropped points in some cases so yeah. um you know th- those are games sometimes you need to win despite that you know and we did so i'm all for it i guess you know i i don't know what else Sergen could have done you know usually i'm quite critical of his um i was disappointed Kartal didn't get a chance that was my yeah biggest. he played well was- in the in the during the cup match it's true
0: yeah and again he was just you know left with zero minutes but you know it is what it is i thought we could have used some of that technical ability but maybe the game was too close he didn't want to risk it but he also didn't sub on osan either which is kind of like the you know the other similar player in his role so i guess he wasn't looking for that he's looking for more uh, combative players but then he subbed on Juventus. Did even Guven to, things.
1: I don't even know what you call him. Yeah. No, I Yeah, he was we had like a, the we positive had a goal chance
0: with Guven, I guess we didn't mention. He decided oh, not gosh. to play Abu car through one goal.
1: Yeah, Guven, that was the dumbest. He's like, Let mean, me he run does to the this. Side. He does this though now, you know? And I feel like part of it is he's desperate to make an impact and a name for himself kind of thing, you know? Uh but the other part of it is that it's boneheaded, and it's why he doesn't get more looks probably on the pitch, because, like, he can't... He gave away a 100% goal, that's right, I forgot about that. Um, yeah, I, I don't... I don't know, I'm really kind of numb about that match, you know, because I'm, I'm very happy we got the three points. I'm very unhappy with how we got the three points. And I think, like, going back to your point, on the one hand, like at least we got Mensa, Atiba, and Joseph rather than uh Dorokan, right? Oh, um, yeah. So at least we didn't put three defensive midfielders, but again, like Ankuru, even if Ankaragucu was ascendant to some extent, there's still a team that isn't that good on paper or anywhere else for that matter. Um, they I don't know. Like, I feel like you can be a little bit aggressive as once in your life. I don't know what the story is with with Ljajic. I I I'd like to know more about this. I I genuinely don't understand why it is that he can't play. Yeah, it's
0: he hasn't been in the squad since the Bashakshir game. Um,
1: and there are no answers that are um, <laughs> yeah. good enough, right? Like, I, I haven't heard anything. So that's really irritating.
0: Online thing. He's like an alcoholic or something. And or it's you know, lives. it's like he's
1: been depressed about his girlfriend. It's... You know, uh, like the coronavirus. It's it's now. As he's an alcoholic. Uh, like there, we've heard so many stories that it, you almost. I don't want to hear anymore. I'm, you know, I, I want to hear something official, f- or from his mouth. You know, or, I don't. Or from the coach. Something. Um, it's clear that we lack some flair in our midfield.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, I think this is a game where having a ten in would have been useful. Um,
1: mm-hmm. when, you know, a, a six.
0: Uh, especially with Atiba and Joseph, Instead, yeah you know, I think you could have had the luxury against Guju to play a ten to just unlock that defense and
1: exactly do and stuff that's, like that. But that, we really you not know, have a ten. I I think Atiba's willingness and ability to convert himself into a, a six, um, or sorry, into an eight uh, is great. You know, I'm I'm. Thrilled with it, and he's been really helpful in a lot of matches, and I'd never complain But we could really have someone who's more uh, suited to that at least if he doesn't want to play with a 10 At least play with two guys who can kind of break open a you know If Bernard Mensah's not gonna do with his pass and more with his dribble then have someone out there who can do with their pass And if if Ozzy's not good enough, you know if you've decided Ozan Needs to hit the scrap pile then obviously that's that's something that's gonna be gonna be, need to be addressed in the off season. Or there, there is no offseason. Uh, in the winter. Or in January, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, I forgot. There's no break. There's no... It's just literally like they're going to be making deals while we're playing. Fine. Uh, but So they need to do it. I think, obviously, that, that's a, an ability we're lacking. Just make the, yeah, so yeah. I mean, we need to make a move. Do you agree?
0: Yeah, I mean... I don't know what we're going to do with what finance. I think first we have to let go of some players. <laughs> that's, and ideally that's even biggest, sell, right? Like the, make money. The number one... Yeah, the number one... Uh, thing on the agenda is to get rid of some players because especially foreigners you know we have four dudes or something like that just chilling getting paid so um, yeah and foreigners too a team that has
1: a maximum number of foreigners on it already
0: yeah that definitely needs to be addressed but i think you know we can once that gets addressed we can look into bringing in a couple players what they'll do i don't know um
1: yeah and so i mean the rumor that's been around for the longest time, is that Tyler Boyd's going to be brought back into the squad, um, In January, which I, yeah. I get to some extent, right? Like, we've shown a need for some depth on both wings at certain times, but for who? Like, I don't like the idea of, think, of yeah. dropping hostage because it's they good to have Which, That's I mean, the, I get it. I get it I'd like to be developing him in-house though you know I feel like he's a he's our best prospect probably um, yeah. so I'm a little bummed about that uh, I wonder if there are other moves available to us you know I I yeah, don't know there's a rumor it, about Sally Uchon to
0: come in potentially in the winter or his contracts ending in the summer so I,
1: I would not mind that move to be honest yeah
0: that, that was a player who was on my list FYI, you know, scouting expert over here. We, no, I'm finally
1: get someone off your list, man. That's what we need. Um, since Gladys said I stole a table. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, th- that's what's sort of, like, on the table there. But, uh, anyway, let's get back to this match. You got some stats for us, everyone?
0: Yeah, so, obviously, I guess we, to officially say, we won 1-0. Um, XG-wise, we were a little bit behind them. But I would say, you know, our goal wasn't counted in the XG because, um... You know, it was a foul, not a shot. But, you know, I think it's kind of, you know, hurts us a little bit. And then we kind of, you know, there's other chances that we're not shots for them and for us. You know, we could then decide not to play <laughs> Abubakar and Emre Guru all being a whatever that was. But they ended up with 0.9 XG. And we ended up with 0.7. Whoa. It's not great.
1: Both of um, us were garbage. Okay, that sounds yeah, about right, though. There wasn't a
0: lot of chances. They had one shot on target, though. We had three shots on target, so, uh, you know, Arson made the one save he had to make right before halftime.
1: That was a solid save, actually. It was a really yeah, good and, save.
0: Yeah, like the, like, the uh, lopes on Eads or whatever. When he was throwing ball he didn't take a shot, so that wasn't registered as XG. <laughs> when
1: he just dribbled up <laughs> so like a goofball.
0: <laughs> yeah, so there was like a lot. I think there was. The XG was a little bit underinflated based on, you know, referee decisions and players just not shooting the ball um but yeah basically it wasn't like we killed them um that definitely wasn't the case and on another day we could have you know dropped points but um overall outside of you know a couple bad moments you know we had 62 percent possession and all those things so it was kind of just like you know the game you'll forget about but the three points were very important so
1: yeah exactly um any uh individual stats that stood out to you
0: um i thought joseph was pretty good again um you know the dual winner seven out of ten duels won I, I like Rosier as always you know he progresses the ball up the field very well for us
1: yeah i mean i was surprised we had 63 percent possession like that i felt like they would have evened it out honestly given the first half especially
0: I mean, I don't know. I feel like <laughs> I'm just reading what the numbers say. I'm just, it, I feel like the game was yesterday, but it feels like it was a year ago.
1: It's true, yeah. I mean, what a weird—just this whole. Even having games now feels weird. I mean, I like it. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. No, I hear you on that. It's true. It, it, it like yesterday was either a really long day or something else is going on. Yeah. Um. No, I. I'm surprised we had that much possession. I'm not doubting you, though. <laughs> um. So, I guess let's wrap this thing up with, of course, the table. And that's where things get really fun for us. Uh, do you want to cover this? I, I will just mention that we're still technically in fourth place with 25 points. But, Evron, oh, that's your
0: segue. So dropped points again. They tied versus Yeni Malatia. So, we're only two points off the top with the game in hand. Yep. Unfortunately, uh, Gala beat Gestapo. Three one, so they're still a point ahead of us with equal games. Found out about you pulled some shenanigans to beat Bashakshir, um, so they're one points ahead, of, one point ahead of us with a game in hand. So if we win our game in hand, um, we move into either first or second based on how Gala does in their game in hand. Right. Um, right on our tails, though, one point behind, the same games played as Gazantep, who's on a four game winning streak or a three game winning streak,
1: streak. Who are these creeps, man? Yeah. There's all these creeps uh, this year. There's like Mr. Hatai, Fachi, Karagumur, yeah, the Kings 40, of Istanbul. Um, yeah, that's kinda, there's
0: actually a little bit of a gap for the first time. Um, below Gazantep, there's Hatai. Yeah, as you say, sport. we have a little kind safety
1: does.
0: now. Yeah. So like, like a top five is, is forming right now. Um, we'll see what I think this flurry of games is going to be.
1: I mean guys this shit here is getting that get out of here with that and a lot of you too frankly like they're kind of falling apart even though they beat us um yeah i mean
0: i think the january window is coming very soon and a lot of teams are going to be looking for players um it's going to be very you know it's going to intense. i think it's going to go down to the wire
1: you know it's, it's the Turkish league. it's funny Who because last year happen. we last year was all about how like the changing of the guard and how because of financial woes that we're going to see like a new Tier of champions, you know, and that like uh, the likes of Başakşehir could really uh, become perennial yeah, champions. Right? The they're That's going true. down right now. Yeah, they're terrible.
0: Um, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, they got kind of screwed over against Vanra so.
1: And even but Trabzon, who was the best team for most of last season, I think uh, yeah, with Sorloth is- and all that, they're floundering. I mean, they're kind of getting it together to- under Avji but sort of
0: with one zero win. So they're they're. Uh five points behind us but with exactly. an extra game played so that they're kind of far away right now guys on you
1: know
0: the main team contending along with Alanya for the, the you know the big three so exactly um
1: but so yeah i mean the, the big news obviously the headliner here is that besiktas should they win that game in hand is uh at the very least a second place team one point behind galatasaray uh and again should galatasaray drop uh, even just draw that that puts us in in a first place so congratulations our listeners black eagles fans uh it's happening we're in the title chase fellas folks sorry sorry ladies out there i don't mean to to, to uh begrudge you uh, but yeah uh pretty good stuff pretty good i'd say uh any points to close on we got a game against Sivas in
0: the twenty eighth. So, right off the bat, we have another game, and Get Contreras like sort of back in training. I think he was non-contact from what I saw in the picture. I'm not really sure, but he was there. So, there's a chance he'll be
1: available yeah, for Sivas. I'm not gonna. I don't know. Remember, we saw images of, of Nkudu training for, like, I feel like two <laughs> months. <laughs> you know? Like, so I'm not going to get my hopes up, but, you yeah, know, that was promising. But it was I just good to see play him I
0: think if he does play the Sivaz game, most likely the Kaiseri game, he'll be back.
1: Yeah. I mean, at least in valuable depth, new. right? So if, if yeah. a Ghazal is having a terrible game, you can at least say, all right, well, Especially there's someone we can, we can bring
0: in. Because with Hasich, with there's, like, a certain amount of Warner that can be in the squad.
1: That's right, um, yeah. So he's
0: usually cut due to that. Is someone, If someone's not hurt then uh you not in it so
1: yeah well so stay tuned uh, we'll be back soon um you guys get a lot of us these days i guess um so yeah bashtash will be hosting sivas on monday december 28th 11 a.m again uh, here on the east coast of the united states uh check your local listings i think that's a 7 p.m in istanbul but i really have no idea <laughs> I'm, just, I'm not even doing the math on well, that i have no idea also worth noting: this is that we have two more games before the window opens so yeah and no break so don't don't assume yeah. that you're going to get like uh some sort of like a january camp yeah yeah exactly there's not going to be any warning it's just going to come in a flurry already Fati, cargum are busy 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 they've got a new italian we mentioned this last week um was it borini
0: Yeah, I think they signed another guy too, but... They're talking about Ezekiel Garay,
1: right? Ezekiel Garay. They're bringing in like the sort of like um, sleeper team from like 1999. (laughs) Too long
0: ago. (laughs) Yeah, they're bringing in an old team. I mean, I guess they're technically, you know, still in the conversation five points behind us, but I don't see us losing games anytime soon. But they've got
1: one ace in their sleeve, which is the Rocco. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You know I'm an Enzo guy. Uh, No, uh, it's going to be a great little patch of games. You're going to hear a lot from us, so stay tuned. Um, And, yeah, like we said, next up, Sivas, a huge match, as they all are now since we're in the title hunt. Um, We'll be back. Yeah, Sivas
0: was struggling for a while, but they're coming off back-to-back wins, so, you know. They don't have Might to pretend playing. like they're
1: competing in Europe anymore now, so they can yeah. uh, they can focus. But so, yeah, follow us on Twitter. Um, follow the mothership, Besiktas International, because like we said, lots of news incoming, I'm sure. Uh, at Besiktas underscore INT. Follow us here at Eagles underscore podcast. Follow myself at Sir underscore rights underscore a lot. Follow us on Instagram, Black Eagles Podcast. One word. Um... Still not much of a grammar, but you know, there's uh, there's something going on there. We got pictures and things. <laughs> oh wait, um one thing, last final thing, everyone. Uh of course, happy holidays again, Merry Christmas specifically, since that is what's happening today. Um please folks, donate to the Beshigtash JK Academy, Berlin Academy of Accra. Um our friend Mohammed Aminu, like we've mentioned many times before. Yeah, it has uh, an academy for, for kids uh, under 15s, under 17s, under 13s, and in a senior side that's playing in Ghana's professional league. They wear Besiktas gear, and we're trying to deck them out. Deck the halls, if you will. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but so, yeah, please donate. We'll put the links around as, as we tend to do. I'm going to make an uh, Instagram story soon with Cartel. He's going to show you all the kit that some of you have already donated to, thank you so much to those who have, Um, you will already have raffle tickets when we do the drawing, it's really coming up this time, I promise, I've been sort of saying it and then not performing many times over, but for real, uh, we're gonna um, do the drawing probably before New Year's, if not on New Year's or something like that, so stay tuned for that, but this is your last chance to donate, and you know, holiday season you know give a little bit you know we're helping these kids in ghana we're giving money to Beshiktash this is a birak mom send it campaign as well because all of the money you donate is going to be going to the Kartal yuvasa to get these kids official Beshiktash gear so please donate the links will be all over the place do some final good we'll get a little karma before the end of the year is over 2021 on the horizon good riddance to 2020 but you know leave a little uh good mojo in the air if you if you know what i'm saying so yeah donate to the cause uh mohammed aminu has left us a note which i played i think a week or two ago um thanking us for the the kits we have brought them there are pictures of those so you know we're not pulling your chain you know this is a legitimate thing um yeah donate folks and merry christmas peace Oh, yeah. And Go, Patrick and that, Dog! That, that, that's a good We're on a, idea. Oh. Yeah. As As a move. Move. Oh, roll. You